Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Deucebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crashed position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Uh, let me remind you, Freak Nation, on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios, the Cowboys and the Eagles combined, for what I saw, they don't even have 100 yards passing. Statman in the last 20 seconds has passed more than Carson Wentz, <laughs> Mr. Danucci from James Madison. So that's why you want to spend the next two hours with us. Not watching this piss poor example of big boy football. Statman, you going to be okay, buddy? They got to find some big boy pants for that quarterback, uh, for sure. That's <laughs> unless unless they get some big boy pants for him, it's going to be a long season. <laughs> That's why Freak Nation for the next two hours we got nothing but dudes running for championships. Well, one Martin Truex was axed out of it today at Martinsville, but he's still going to join us in about fifteen minutes. He'll be in here. Sheldon Creed running for the NASCAR Truck Series championship. In Phoenix, he'll be here. Chase Briscoe will be here in the Freak Nation, also running for a championship in the Xfinity Series and running for Cup next year with Tony Stewart. Crash yes, Gladys. Yes, he is. And then also Matt Smith joining us, who wrapped his championship today in the Pro Stock Motorcycle category with the NHRA Finals in Vegas. Bam! So that's how we're rolling here in the Freak Nation. Chase Elliott, what does he do? He does what he has to do. Goes out and wins that damn race in Martinsville. That was impressive. Uh-huh. That was impressive. Uh, and he's in. He's in for that fourth spot as they head out to Phoenix. Statman, you're going to go out there. You're going to go out there and win nine damn races in the NASCAR Series and you're not going to be running for the championship. Sorry about that, buddy. That's what I talked about last week in my uh, scat. I mean, rubber rules. How do you win nine races and don't have a chance to win the championship? That's that's not right. Well, it's not right with what we've been so used to in motorsports for decades But I kept thinking, because, yeah, my knee-jerk reaction when I saw that Kevin Harvick, who just dominated the regular season, my knee-jerk reaction was, this is so not right. And then I thought about it. I'm like, well, what happens in playoffs in the NBA or the NFL or NHL? It's like, well, yeah, the team with the best season record sometimes doesn't make it to the Super Bowl or the NBA championship because of the playoffs. So still, Harvick's team had to keep that championship mentality throughout the entire playoffs, and they didn't. They screwed it up the last three weeks. They just didn't have the car to compete. It's still not right. You win You win that many champions, that many races, dominate that many races, and there's no room for you in the championship picture? Uh, that's, that's no, I, I, I'm not buying that at all. And I'm not a big fan of Kevin Harvick course today when he when he got he reverted to form blame somebody else for uh you know having a bad uh, pit stops and so forth i you know i that's just not the way you do business if you win you're supposed to if you win and dominate as much as he did you're supposed to have a chance at the championship 
We're talking about Kevin Harvick, Freak Nation. The guy wins nine races this year, but is not running for the championship. Because of his finished position today. Mm -hmm. He did not qualify for the championship Final Four. And then with that last turn, I, 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 I enjoyed it. But I just wanted to be in that room with Statman as Kevin Harvick tries to take out <laughs> Kyle Busch, two of Statman's favorite damn drivers in the history of mankind. Oops. I mean, was you were you just torn between those two dudes, Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch, Statman? Yeah, all they needed was a third car with Baker Mayfield, and I would send them all into the, <laughs> into the parking lot. Yeah. Stop yeah. asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that right, Statman? Do the Cowboys have more points right now than your Cleveland Browns did today? Yeah. I mean, they, 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 the Cowboys got more of everything than the Cleveland Browns have. They, they, they got, they got ah. nobody at quarterback, and he's better than our quarterback. <laughs> nobody Danucci out of James Madison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got to get – we got uh, – Baker Mayfield does better commercials than he throws a 20-yard out. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> That's the only way he's oh, going to get freak. to the Super Bowl is through a commercial. Commercial? Oh, wow. Bam. Uh, freak Nation, yeah, we got <laughs> – Martin Truex will be joining us in about seven or eight minutes. A gentleman who uh, going into this morning's – uh, or this afternoon's race at Martinsville had a shot at joining us here in Phoenix for the championship. But he had to win to be in. Instead, Chase Elliott won and is in. Yeah. Coming up in moments, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. But first, we need to resume with some affiliates. The Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The freaks. Look, things could be worse. You could be Michelle Tafoya doing a sideline report where the wind's about 106 miles an hour, and you've got sleet hitting your face. Lincoln Field or Lincoln Park, whatever the hell they're calling it now there at, uh, where the Phillies play. But no. The Phillies, the Eagles. What did I just say? The Phillies? The Phillies, the Phillies, the Phillies Eagles. <laughs> What's going on, affiliates? Yeah, you got speed freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. A little play-by-play for for the Cowboys-Eagles. Going on. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. It is truck season. Roll with General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check them out. A line of products to keep your truck, SUV on the road. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Lewis Hamilton won the F1 race at Imola, moving even closer to his seventh championship, but guaranteeing Mercedes their record-setting seventh consecutive title. It's just incredible on all levels what Hamilton and Mercedes have been able to do together these last many years, which makes it puzzling to hear that Lewis would like to be back with the team in 2021, but that nothing is guaranteed. Huh? Yeah, more on that later in the show. In NASCAR, the Final Four is set in all three top series. Winning the race in trucks on Friday was Grant Enfinger, securing his spot for the title with Sheldon Creed, Brett Moffitt, and Zane Smith. Then the Xfinity Series raced on Saturday, where Harrison Burton proved yet again he's a force to be reckoned with, even if he fell out of the title chase a while ago. So it was Burton with the race win. The Final Four, solidified for this week in Phoenix, was set with Chase Briscoe, Justin Allgaier, Justin Haley, and Austin Sindrick. Finally, earlier today, the Cup Series raced Martinsville, and believe it or not, the man who dominated the season, Kevin Harvick, did not make it to the Final Four. 
He fell one point shy, well, actually, until he spun both himself and Kyle Busch on the last lap. Racing his way to the win and a guaranteed spot in the title chase was Chase Elliott. Elliott will be joined next Sunday at Phoenix Raceway by Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski. Then in NHRA, with Steve Torrance having already solidified the top fuel title, the race was wide open for a winner, Antron Brown, the one taking advantage. In Funny Car, Matt Hagen won the race and secured the title. Same with Erica Enders in Pro Stock. Then in Pro Stock Motorcycle, it was a Smith who won the race and a Smith who won the title. Matt Smith secured his fourth championship. He will join us in about 30 minutes, while his wife Angie Smith took home a badass win at the finals. In IMSA, Team Penske dominated Laguna Seca this weekend with a 1-2 finish. Ricky Taylor and Elio Castroneves on the top spot. Martin Truex Jr. next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Soil Studios. 20 years we're doing this, man. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Speedfreaks.tv, of course, is the website. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Coming up in moments, Martin Truex Jr., who up until this afternoon was running for the championship, had to win that damn race in Martinsville. And he was in, didn't win, had right front tire issues towards the tail end of the race. Finally had to come in to get that thing straightened out, and then all was lost. Chase Elliott was the bad boy. Also coming up, Matt Smith, your NHRA Pro Stock Bike champion. We'll be checking in from Las Vegas. What a strange trip it's been this year, man. You've got Kevin Harvick, nine race winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. And he's not going to be running for the championship next weekend in Phoenix. You have uh, a a nine-time Formula One winner, uh, as we call him here in the Freak Nation, Sir Hamilton, Mr. Hamilton. Uh, And it's coming up in your stat, man, Scott. I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want to blow the lead here. But the fact that you win nine races in Formula One and you just don't know if you're going to be back. There's more to that story, and I want to get into that more with Statman after a scat coming up in about 10 minutes, uh, coming up in the next segment. But we caught up with Martin Truex Jr. Uh, a couple of days ago. Talked about a number of things. Of course, talked about Martinsville. But one of the highlights of talking to Martin Truex Jr., again, a former NASCAR Cup champion, was really about life in NASCAR this year with so many things that were 180 degrees from previous years. No practice, no qualifying. You show up at the track, hang out in your rental car, and you just head to your car, race, get back in your rental car, and go home. Crasher started it out with the former NASCAR champion, Martin Truex, and uh, so, some great insight from a dude that uh, at this time – well, not this time – about three or four days ago, was holding a press conference from his fishing boat. You can barely talk to your crew members when you're at a track. So how do you guys communicate things going on over the weekend, and how do you prepare for tracks? doesn't matter what track it is. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a little different. No practice, no qualifying this year. Um, you know, not a lot of time at the shop. It's, you know, it's phone calls, it's text messages, it's, you know, um, a lot more time in the simulator, things like that. Um, you know, so preparation has changed a little bit from that side of things. Um, you know, but I think for us just, um, you know, having good communication and, you know, talking about things and making sure we're all on the same page, you know, when it comes to being perfect, I mean, 500 laps at Martinsville is is no easy task. And, um, you know, generally have a lot of pit stops there and, you know, track position is important. So, I mean, just little things, you know, getting your pit road speed right, maxing it out without speeding and having great pit stops and, you know, choosing the right lane on the restarts, all those things matter. Um, And there's not going to be much room for error, that's for sure. So with this being such a wacky year, have you been able to even get more into your passion for fishing or passion for maybe RC cars or RC boats or anything like that? Because you've got a little bit more time on your hand in one way of looking at it, but maybe not. Maybe you've got to communicate more on the other side. Explain Mm -hmm. us how that's been going for you this year. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that I've had a lot more time at home. I've had a lot more time to do things I like to do away from the racetrack, which has been great. Um, You know, obviously, you know, um, as a, as a, you know, race car driver, we're kind of like, uh, you know, one two day a week job really. So, I mean, it's kind of a different deal and, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, definitely had a lot more time to do things away from the track, which is, which is good. But, 
I think I think we all just missed the camaraderie, you know, of the teams and hanging yes. out in the hauler and you know enjoying ourselves at the racetrack and practicing and qualifying and all those things. You know, our, our teams um, you know work so hard and it's it's nice to be able to spend time with them and um, just you know make sure they're enjoying themselves and not stressing out too bad, you know, and when we're just kind of sitting there doing nothing. So it's been different from that standpoint. I miss that part of it a lot. Um, but the one day shows are, you know, good for uh, time at home, I suppose. You look at what's happened during this strange season, no practice, limited practice, limited qualifying, no qualifying. Some people look at that as a positive. What do you, what do you think is going to be carried over to the next season? Yeah, I think, you know, I think some of the positives have been, you know, things that have been talked about for years um, of, you know, changes in our sport, you know, ways to make it more exciting, ways to, you know, um, you know maybe streamline things, mm-hmm. cut some cost. Um, so, you know, we were kind of forced into doing things this year that, you know, we'd always talked about or, or had always been talked about by people. But no one would ever pull the trigger on it. You know, you talk about weekday races, we had them. You know, we talked about two races a week, uh, double headers, we've had them. Um, you know, going to some new racetracks, you know, coming up next year, um, you know, one day shows, you don't have to bring a backup car, saves a lot of time and money. All those things we've been forced into doing this year and they're working. And, you know, obviously with the schedule coming out next year, seeing that I think there's 28 one day shows, that's a perfect example of that. So, um, those are the good things I guess that have come out of this. And, uh, you know, there's, there's been challenges along the way and, I think in NASCAR and everybody in the industry has done an amazing job. I, you know, honestly, I don't think anyone thought when, you know, when we had that month and a half, two month break or whatever it was, when we were all, you know, not able to go to the racetrack, that we would be on schedule, on time for the whole entire playoffs. I mean, that's pretty amazing. So uh, that's off to everybody. They did a great job. And, you know, it's definitely uh, changed the times a little bit. Yeah, five, six years ago, if you would have told me that the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball is going to be looking at NASCAR to see how they handle a pandemic. I sure as crap would have lost that bet, Martin. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And and you just think about how many people it takes to put on a NASCAR race. You know, you, not just the teams and, the, and the, you know, the crews, but the TV people and, you know, just um, all the NASCAR officials. And there's there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of people at the racetrack to, to make this circus go around each week and uh, pretty amazing, you know, that we've been able to do do it and get through it all, and really have minimal, you know, issues with COVID. So, uh, yeah, everybody's done an awesome job. Tell me what Steve Phelps has meant to NASCAR over the last twenty four months. Well, I think he's been a great leader, and you know, very very calculated. Um, you know, very passionate about the job and and what it takes, and making sure that you know everybody's taken care of and. Um, you know, I think he's done a, a fantastic job. So, um, obviously the, I don't think anyone ever seen the challenges of 2020 coming obviously, and, you know, to be able to get through it the way we have with the leadership and, and the plans put in place, um, very early on that is, that is, you know, was, has worked throughout, you know, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty, pretty spectacular really. So done a hell of a job and, uh, loves the sport, loves our fans and, you know, wants to make sure everybody's getting what they need. So it's been good. All right. Last thing for you. Tell us about this press conference, this presser on, on your boat or on a boat. Oh, last week. Yes. So last week, um, <laughs> we talked earlier about having more time between races and, um, you know, we raced Kansas two weeks ago. So we were, you know, in the Midwest and, 
decided to meet up with a couple of friends and spend the week at Big Cedar in, uh, in spring in, uh, Missouri. And I was out on the lake. We were out on the lake riding around on, on a pontoon, doing a little fishing, just hanging out, enjoying the good weather. And I had zoom calls to do. So there you have it. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> Luckily I had good service. <laughs> But that's but that's just come on. It's it, the the previous schedule of NASCAR could be so rigid, but to be able to break out of the mold and do some Zoom calls while you're while you got a, a ride in the water. Come on, Martin. Well, right now I'm at hunting camp, so um, <laughs> standing on the porch, and uh, kind of got the same thing going on this week. I'm hunting this week, so <laughs> that is awesome. Trying to enjoy life, you know. Yeah. You got to enjoy life. That is so greatness. Martin, thanks for doing this, bud. Absolutely. No problem. You guys take care. Something that came out of the interview also reminded me of what Supercross announced this week that they're going to be doing for the 2021 season, hopefully, where they're going to be stationed at, is it four stadiums, Crasher? Yes, and I didn't know you were going to bring this up, otherwise I would have pulled up the map. But yes, I believe it's somewhere in Texas, probably Dallas. Dallas, Fort Worth, Indianapolis, Phoenix, and I. The fourth one is escaping. I've got me. it. Yeah, I've got I feel it. Feel like it's Rice Eccles though in Utah. You've got Houston, Indianapolis, Glendale, which is here in Phoenix, uh, Daytona for a day for one race, <laughs> Arlington, and then some TBAs for rounds ten through sixteen. Then they finalize on the seventeenth or the round seventeen uh, on a date to be announced. <laughs> In Utah. And I, and I know this is more COVID-related and not knowing where we're going, but Statman, hearing Martin Truex talk about the changes that are coming, and I look back at NASCAR races that we've gone to, and I understand it's part of the show and part of the show for the NHRA, but you look at NASCAR qualifying in the past one round or, or two rounds around the track – and even IndyCar, it's like, doesn't that just seem so antiquated? Yes. I, I get it, but that doesn't it just seem just, we just put up with it. Yeah, well, but we've been saying that for uh, 20 years here in the Freak Nation. Every, not everything, I, that's unfair, but many things that they do are antiquated and they're not changing with the times. And you know, they uh, they're going to have to do that. Or they're going to suffer more and more, and they're going to become less and less relevant, especially to up-and-coming generations, you know, the people that have to buy the tickets. They can't continue to give away the show, uh, and they don't have sponsors. They're, they can't find sponsors because the the ratings and the, the, the attendance is below the standards that the major sponsors want to see. Yeah, you, you could hear it in Martin Truex's voice that he was happy with these short weekends and being able to spend more time with the family and friends. He misses some of the camaraderie at the track, but yeah, that's got to be really weird. Yeah, no, obviously they, saying- they don't need. Excuse me, Crash. They don't need to be there to put on a show and to get the same response from the audience that they uh, have. Uh, they could be there for three days and get a two rating on television. Or they could be there for one day and get a two rating on television. So what are they going to do? They're going to be there for one day, save money, and hope the two 
uh, makes him a profit somewhere along the line. So you win nine races. You're in the same breath as Michael Schumacher. You win nine races this year. You mean Lewis Hamilton? No, you win nine races this year. You're in the same breath as Michael Schumacher. Oh, I thought you were going into Kevin Harvick conversation. Being one of the greatest drivers, Formula One drivers in history. Stat's going to dive down a little deeper into that with the Statman Scat. And I want to dive even deeper to some comments that were made from Lewis Hamilton uh, earlier this weekend. We'll get to that coming up after your Statman Scat. Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Oh, no. Formula One headlines pour out of Imola Sunday. Lewis Hamilton got his ninth win in 13 races, the 93rd of his career, and another step toward tying Michael Schumacher for a record seventh title. Hamilton led Mercedes to its seventh straight constructors title. Man orchestrating that success, Toto Wolff, the team co-owner with Mercedes, could leave his role running the team when that contract expires at the end of the season. He said he has a replacement in mind that stepping aside would help with talent development throughout the system. Driver Hamilton says he'd like to stay at Mercedes, but doesn't know his contract is up at the end of the year as well. And another headache. Seven F1 teams are based in the United Kingdom, where Prime Minister Boris Johnson has imposed a fresh national lockdown starting next Thursday. And F1 says it will continue racing as long as the host countries in Turkey, Bahrain and Abu Dhabi, would have them. And the beat goes on. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Don't want to live as an untold story. Rather go out in a place of glory. I can't hear you. I don't fear you. Coming up, Matt Smith, your NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion. Sponsored by good friends at Lucas Oil. Speaking of, Safeguard Ethanol Fuel Conditioner from Lucas Oil. Cleans injectors, valve seats, combustion chambers, other critical fuel components. Stabilizes your fuel, prevents varnish and gum formation and ethanol and gasoline. You sport some ethanol? You got that ethanol sticker on your car? Man, make sure you're rolling with Safeguard Ethanol Fuel Conditioner from Lucas Oil. So, Statman, Lewis Hamilton, as you said in your scat... Nine wins, last 13 races. Uh, they hope to be able to pull these next few races off in Formula One, but that's not the story to me. It's Lewis Hamilton not knowing, or he may know, but uh, where he will be next year. He'd like to be back with Mercedes-Benz. Is this all coming down to he's playing a game with us that cover the sport, or is he legitimately... Uh, not knowing where he's going to land next year. Well, I think it's a little of both. He legitimately doesn't know because he doesn't have a contract beyond the end of the season. Plus, one of the co-owners of the team and the guy who's been marshalling things since he's been dominating F1, uh, he may not be there, doesn't plan on being there, wants to have somebody else there. So if Toto Wolf leaves... Uh, you know, and everything is up in the air and Mercedes has made some noises about maybe we're spending too much for this. And you know, if, if they win all the time, they may not want to stay there and keep spending the money because again, they're 
their business is selling cars, not winning races. Uh, and if racing is not helping them sell cars, then what's the point? So I think there's a little of both. He's negotiating, but where else is he going to go? He's used to winning. Mm-hmm. There's no other winning team in Formula One. Mercy. <laughs> he's in the dominant car on the dominant team, uh, and he's the dominant driver. He, where's he going to go? He's going to go to Ferrari and finish 10th. He's going to go to Red Bull and finish 4th or 5th. I mean, that's not going to happen. What if he was the driver to revive Ferrari or bring back the Red Bull team back to its, what, four years? Was that four consecutive championships? I mean, I guess anything's possible. I highly doubt either of those two scenarios. But also, what if he just completely walks away and says, I'm cool. I'm the winningest driver now. I have I've tied Michael Schumacher with championships. I'm tired of the hustle around the world myself. What if he's just plain done? I It would sadden me. But it's not it's not an impossibility. No, it's not. Uh, but he's not the he's not the the star in the major market. He's a huge star around the world, but he's not a star in the United States. And I think that's always been a shortcoming of Mercedes to not promote him here in America. So if he wants to make money as a, a seven-time champion, a star, he's going to have to do that in the United States. And somebody's going to have to spend that money to give him that visibility. And right now he doesn't have it and nobody's standing in line. And if he, you know, on the other issue of going to Ferrari or uh, Red Bull, the Ferrari doesn't have a Mercedes engine and neither does Red Bull. So (laughs) what's he going to do? He's going to, you know, Ferrari used to spend oodles of dollars. I mean, they, they, they just have to maybe spend more to bring back their engineering prowess. Yeah. Well, the last time they, dove into bringing back their engineering prowess they had to steal the information from mclaren so the (laughs) the issue now is whether or not uh total wolf is going to stay and he's probably going to go and one how much money they're going to give him and two uh maybe they'll throw a piece of the team in his way or whether Mercedes might decide this, you know, next year is our last year. We don't want to do this anymore. Ooh, that might be the biggest. I guess nothing's a shock anymore. But of all the scenarios we just discussed, that would be, I guess, it would be shocking. Well, oh, gosh. What's your conspiracy theory? Listen, Stuart Haas, they're not renewing Grosjean's contract. Oh, he's already talking to IndyCar teams. I'm not done, Crasher. Okay. Grosjean's talking to IndyCar. He was a little concerned for IndyCar originally because of the ovals. Something changed. He's talking to IndyCar. What if uh, Lewis Hamilton wants to steal the thunder of Grosjean <laughs> and says, Hey, McLaren? Brah? I've always wanted to run the Indy 500. Not happening. And and Danica's not going to NASCAR crash. No, Lewis Hamilton is not coming to IndyCar. Listen, we are in a time that anything is possible. That's actually true. Yeah. Anything is freaking possible. 2020 has been a wicked year. Michael Schumacher's never won the 500. Here's Here's the most impossible thing that could happen. All right. 
Lewis Hamilton forms Lewis Hamilton Enterprises, goes into business to sell whatever, let's say (laughs) T-shirts, whatever. (laughs) And he sponsors Eric Enders, the two-time defending pro stock champion in the NHRA. So you got a black man and a white woman. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah. After the 2020 election season, yeah, mm-hmm. that would bring some that would bring some notoriety to all concerned. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin, and now Lewis Hamilton, part of the single car NASCAR Cup team. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's sometimes that's we're we're laughing. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's 2020. What can I? As long as it happens before December 31st, everybody will say, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah, sure. Spring Nation. Matt Smith. He's got himself another championship. Pro Stock Bike Champion with the NHRA. Flying those Lucas Oil colors. He's next. Speak Freaks Pitch, Lucas Oil Studios. Let me out of my cage. Now, time for me is nothing because I'm counting no eggs. Now, I couldn't be there. Now, you shouldn't be scared. I'm good at repairs and I'm under each air. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. 
Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Sheldon Creed, NASCAR Truck Series pilot, running for a championship. Rookie running for the championship. Four wins this year in the NASCAR Truck Series. He'll be joining us in the second hour. Chase Briscoe running for the Xfinity Series championship. He'll be joining us in the second hour as well. Did you miss your stat man, Scat? And our conversation to uh, in regards to Lewis Hamilton. Nine out of 13 races, this guy's won, but doesn't know if he's going to be back next year. That's incredible. It's bonkers. You can follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. Therefore, you're on Facebook. And, of course, Instagram. The website is speedfreaks.tv. We're chasing down Matt Smith, NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion. He won it today, earlier in Las Vegas. This is his fourth championship. And actually had a chance to run against his wife in the finals. But uh, we'll get to that story, hopefully, when Matt... Smith uh, joins us coming up in the Freak Nation. Well, the last time they faced off in the finals, she beat his ass. So Bam. what would be different today? She won the race today. She'd probably beat him if he was in the opposing lane as well. But get this real quick. And I we probably won't talk with Matt about this. But in the finals against Angie Smith was Steve Johnson. If I read it correctly, his 442nd start in Pro Stock Motorcycles, the longest tenure of anyone in the bikes saw that too that's insane what does that tell you? well think about this when we started this show steve johnson had become part of this show he was with knn for a while when we yeah. were with knn but he had been running in in the bikes a year or two prior to us starting this damn thing crazy <laughs> and again some of the stories that are coming out of the nhra erica enders with her fourth nhra pro stock championship uh, Statman, do you care to bring up the, the bigger story with uh, Erica Enders that we've been texting back and forth about? Yeah, she doesn't have a, a sponsor. I mean, we talked about this many times before, but they list all the sponsors on the uh, profile page on the NHRA.com for the drivers, and hers sponsor is listed as her team. Uh, she doesn't have, you know, anybody out there putting up some four championships, more championships than any woman in NHRA history. She won two, I forget, uh, a couple of years ago. And she won two again the last two, this year and last year. <laughs> what? There's right. no excuse for that. None. None. 
I'm sure we'll get into more of that coming up here, Freak Nation. His name is Matt Smith. He's been in here several times, Freak Nation, flying those Lucas Oil colors right here in the Lucas Oil Studios, your NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion, four times over, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And I, why couldn't you have gotten in the finals against your wife, you happy bastard? You go out there and you do that? I mean, you win the championship, but you can't get in the finals against your wife? Yeah, uh, you know, we... My bike's had a lot of little stupid things happen this year, and uh, <laughs> another thing happened again. And, you know, we had the fastest bike again today, and uh, a wire broke on the fuel pump switch. And it just it just it seems like it's one thing after another. But uh, we're going to build a brand-new bike next year for me and her, and, and I can promise you every piece on it is going to be brand-new so we don't have these uh, little problems, you know, for next year. And you hear that, Matt Smith, NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. You hear that time and time again from, I don't care if it's a, if it's a lowly funded team or a multi-million dollar team, it's always that 60 sec, excuse me, 60 cent part or a part that's like, oh, we don't have to worry about it, that causes instances like this, Matt Smith. Yeah, it's, just, it's a bad deal because uh, – I feel like, you know, we had eight races this year, I think it was, and, and our team won four of them this year. And we really should have won at least two more, if not three more of them. So uh, because of those little $5, 25-cent parts <laughs> that, that went wrong, you know. So, uh, you know, all in all, we got a very strong team, and this Denzo Lucas Oil bike is, uh, is running on mean, and, and not only my bike was running on mean, uh, Angie's was today, and, and, and Scotty's has been also this year. So we, we've got a good three-bike team. Matt Smith, four-time champion in Pro Stock Motorcycles, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. And you talk about building a new bike for you, for Angie. I'm assuming Scotty as well. There is no rest for the weary. You're going to have your off-season in building three brand-new bikes. That's insane. Yeah, you know, I've made a commitment with, uh, we've, we've, we're finding a new chassis guy. He's going to walk Timlin at Timlin Chassis. He's going to build us, uh, two new bikes for next year. And, uh, then at least we'll have some of our other bikes that we've got now. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. They just need to be, uh, I guess we'll just strip them down and put new wiring on them and, and new parts and pieces. And, uh, they'll be good backups and, and ready to go for if something goes wrong. Wow. So in the year of 2020, that is so wacky, the schedule just got turned upside down with you guys. You pull it out, and then, I mean, I would assume you'd want to, like, fly off to Tahiti or something, well, as long as we're allowed to travel, and just celebrate. But no, you're going to continue working. How much does Angie say, honey, let's just chill and just enjoy this for a while? Well, I guess me and her will get to enjoy it for the next uh, three days of driving back to North Carolina from Las Vegas. So, uh, you know, we <laughs> We drive our own rig, you know. We don't we don't have any full time crew guys, you know. They're all part time, and uh, you know, we just we don't have the the big budget like uh, you know some of these other other teams have, where we can hire people to to work full time. But it would be nice to, but you know, me and her do a lot of the work ourselves, and we do everything in house. So uh, I guess that's why we're as successful as we are. No, it's actually really cool to see everything that you guys do via social media. I follow a lot of her on social media and it is it's, it's just part of your story the fact that you're doing this as a husband and wife duo and you know what it kind of makes you guys even more likable to the Forrest Lucas of the world I mean he was a truck driver himself I mean it's like he relates to you and that's why the, that sponsor marriage works so well 
Yeah, I mean, I you know, our sponsorship stuff with uh, Lucas Oil, I mean, Tom Brogdon uh, out in California, he really uh, hooks us up and gives us the best. And, and you know, anything I ask, I ask for anything special. He does it for us, you know, hands down and doesn't really give it to anybody else, uh, you know, if I if I request something special. And, and uh, you know, Morgan and Forrest, his dad, I mean, and even Charlotte, I mean, they've been such such great people to – to not only me, but to my, my father, too, uh, in the Pro Mod series. So uh, I can't say enough about them. And, and I think they got a new PR person or a new. I've heard that Brandon Bernstein's going to be the new uh, marketing person next year. So uh, congratulations to him on, on being on board. You know, that's kind of what I've heard inside. I'm not sure. <laughs> I like that news. <laughs> Matt Smith is the 2020 NHRA Pro Stock Motorcycle Champion. Matt, it's been a crazy year, just a stupid crazy year. You've run less than half of the events you normally run. Is that going to diminish your championship in any way? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I think we had the best bike all year long. I mean, we, we, I think we have five number one qualifiers this year out of eight races, and uh, I was either two or three at the other, uh, the rest of them. So, I mean. And we basically set every speed record at, at every track this year so uh, that we've been to. So I, I don't see it diminishing anything. I, I think for the simple fact that we were on a level playing field with everybody else. And uh, instead of having four qualifying passes, we only had two. But the races that we ran at, we ran really good. And, uh, I mean, hands down, I mean, this class is tough, you know. But we brought our A game this year. And, uh, you know, I can't say enough about my team. Uh, you know, we just... We did pretty awesome. That's an incredible answer for the idiots who are going to throw that at you uh, yep. during the yep. off season. Uh, remember that. I mean, it may have just come off the top of your head, but you got to remember that. Uh, would you have liked to have had a full season so that people could see how dominant you are with a budget that's much smaller than some of the other teams? Yeah, I, th- I think our budget is a fourth of what Harley Davidson is. Might even be a little less than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to have a full season this year. We really worked hard uh, on our. We got a new engine dyno over the winter, and we really worked hard, me and Andy, in the shop of of finding some little stuff. And we found we found some stuff that really helped our performance. And we showed we we came out this year, and uh, we ran good. I mean, I don't think a single bike this year except our team went over 200 mile an hour. I know we got Scotty his first 200 mile an hour run and, and Indy and he won his first race ever at the U.S. Nationals. And then Angie did it at the Dallas, her first 200 mile an hour run. And I ran 200 mile an hour at a lot of races. And, and I really don't think another single person in Pro Stop Motorcycle did over 200 this year. So, uh, you know, what we did over the winter, it paid off. Wow. Matt Smith, four-time Pro Stock Motorcycle champ joining us here in the Freak Nation. And hold on, I want to flip the freaking script because that's exactly right. People are going to say that about your championship. It's got to have an asterisk. They're doing it for NASCAR. They're doing it for IndyCar. They're doing it for NFL in some regards. Doing it for the Lakers. They're doing it for the Lakers. Yeah, it's not a real championship. Come on. Here's the deal. In motorsports, the fact that you were so dominant with such a limited season is showing that budgets don't matter. Your wisdom does. And what you found in testing was immensely valuable and that's all that matters. Who You have less qualifying than ever, but you still proved that you guys were the biggest badasses out there. Oh, no. You, you're exactly right. I mean, we uh, 
we definitely showed everybody that we were the team to beat this year. And, you know, um, I didn't say we, we didn't win one lucky round this year. If, if we lost a round, it was because of bad luck. We didn't get any gimmies this year, and uh, we earned every round just like we did today. I mean, I had to earn first round against Angel. I had to earn second round against Andrew. They, the Harley-Davidson team stacked themselves up against me to try to win a championship and pull that away from us. And uh, we beat them fair and square and, um, you know, took it, took it to them, you know. And that's – I don't care if people say if – if there wants to be an asterisk bot, there's an asterisk bot that we didn't get paid as much as we should have got paid this year. Um, that should be the astrobot. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Matt Smith, four-time NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion, clinched it today in Las Vegas, his fourth, joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. Kevin Harvick wins nine races this year in the NASCAR Cup chase for the championship, but he's not going to be in the final race running for that championship. Those numbers just don't add up to people that have followed sports in general, over decades. You win nine damn races, but you're not running for the championship. Same thing could have happened to you. Granted, you've won 50% of the races, but if we have these funky playoffs and somehow the dominant bike doesn't make it into the championship, that doesn't sound fair. Well, and sometimes it's not fair, you know, but the way that way that that NASCAR and, and NHRA, they, they've done these countdowns of the championship kind of things. You know, you got to be good at the right time. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. I mean, you know, you can win just like Harvey did. He won nine races, but he can't run for the championship. You know, it, I think it's at Phoenix, you know. And, you know, that's the same deal for us. I mean, I seem to always do pretty decent during a regular year. But when it comes to the... When it comes to time to turn it up for the last six races of the year in our deal, I normally have a little bit in reserve, and that's when I kind of show, and that's why I've been successful like I have. So uh, you just got to be hot at the right time. Right. Well, brother, uh, proud of what you and your wife did this weekend in Las Vegas, flying those Lucas Oil colors, man. It's badass. Go hibernate for a few months, and let's get yeah, back. Yeah, right. Hibernate in the shop. Let's get back at it uh, early spring. We will do it, and I really appreciate y'all having me on. And uh, you see Tom walk around over there at the studios, tell him I said, hey. Good boy. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank y'all. Again, Matt Smith, four-time NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion here in the Freak Nation. Stat man with the answer of the night. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you can't – it's so wonderful to hear that money's not the answer to everything in racing. Uh, that, that's just wonderful to hear. When you have a guy on like Matt Smith talking about having a budget that's a fourth of Harley Davidson. Exactly. exactly. And then he takes Harley Davidson out in the first round. Jeez. <laughs> you hear the you hear the whine of the road during the interview as he's as he's driving himself back. See, that, I wanted to, to get to that. I know we don't have enough time, but I'm like, why would you not stay in Vegas and just celebrate? But he is. He's all business, and I love it. He's so. That's why he's got. He probably four. doesn't have the budget to do it. I mean, you can't stay in Vegas for a couple of days for, you know, several thousand dollars, and and you know he he's not going to get a five million dollar check for winning pro stock motorcycle and drag racing. Yeah, you roll up to that blackjack table. 
the dealer sitting on a five and you get a couple of aces and you're wanting to split those bad boys and you got a $5,000 check burning a hole in your pocket and you split that thing. <laughs> Oh, you take it all and take it all and put it on red, you know. (laughs) (laughs) His leathers are red. Yeah, you get the hell. That's the that's the smartest damn thing he's done all year. He's got the hell out of Las Vegas after taking that money. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to spend it all and all the hangers on that are going to buy another buy another round, you know. And he's just getting in his truck take his bikes and his wife and enjoy the trip back home. And he gets home. His friends and family going, boy, you just drove back from Las Vegas without partying. (laughs) They're on their, they're on airplanes flying out there to party with him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, freak nation coming up the second hour. we got a couple of dudes running for the championship in the Xfinity series and the NASCAR Truck Series, and not much motorsport. It's a big second hour coming up. Make sure you're part of this. The Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. More Freaks next. Sports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up this hour, Sheldon Creed, a rookie with four wins, running for the NASCAR Truck Series Championship in Phoenix. He'll be joining us this hour. She, uh, I said Sheldon Creed. Yeah, okay. Then uh, Ryan Briscoe. Not Ryan Briscoe. My goodness, not Ryan Briscoe. Chase Briscoe. No relationship to Ryan Briscoe. Chase Briscoe, running for the Xfinity Series Championship in Phoenix. He'll be joining us this hour. Thinking about this, stat, Supercross, let's say Supercross, NHRA, NASCAR, uh, IndyCar, maybe sports car, but I'm not real sure about that. Of all those series, stat, crash, which one, you know, this is, this is, the, this is a loaded question. You have, what, Italy shutting their doors down. You have... England shutting their doors down. It may be coming to the U.S. France as well. France, doors. right, mm-hmm. with the COVID-19 surge. But of the motorsport series that are out there that have announced their schedule, it seems like the NHRA might be the, the one that's closest to actually getting off on time because they're slated to get started in early spring, right? Instead of February like they typically yeah. do. 
Yeah, so what is it? Is it March or April that they're gunning for? I thought it was April, early April. Huh? Well, that's the smart thing to do right now. I'm I'm surprised NASCAR believes they can go ahead with their schedule and their Daytona 500 in February. Granted, it is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a difference there. That mayor seems to want to keep things open longer than he should. But, yeah, maybe NASCAR's got a backup plan. I would assume they do. IndyCar as well. Supercross is planning on kicking off their season for the first time in 25 years, not in California, because right. California will certainly still be closed come January when Supercross, when that season kicks off. So where are they kicking off? Is it in Arlington? Houston. Is it in Texas? Okay. Again, with a rather open governor. <laughs> but again, any of this could change. Nobody could should change any schedule. <laughs> yeah. it, well, very, very true. But then again, would it? No, it wouldn't change until January 20th at that point. Well, it, it, the plans may change uh, because January 20th is on the horizon. But all of this is just a plan that could change at any moment. Uh, you know, if if we continue to get as many people um, we might have to shut down again if, what is it, 100,000 people a day are showing up with the disease and and uh, more than 1,000 a day are dying. I mean, at, at some point, somebody's going to have to say, stop and get this under yeah. control. No, without question. They start middle of March in Gainesville, then head to Atlanta, right. And then it's the first week of April, well, first, excuse me, second weekend in April. Uh, where they head to Pomona for the Winter Nationals in April. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got Phoenix coming up late April, and it's it's going to be a hundred degrees in Phoenix by then. Damn it! Yeah, look oh, what it won't. <laughs> no, look it what's won't. going That's May on when it turns hundred. Look what's going on with Sebring uh, coming up. The spring break right. race is going to happen in a week or so in Florida. So yeah, I mean it's all backwards. Everything is backwards. Thanksgiving break, Sebring break, <laughs> race. My goodness! Yeah. You know, we again. Everybody's moving forward as if things are going. To, that's all you can do. No, it, it is. You you have to do that because there's plenty of people employed to do just that, and then mm -hmm. have the backup plan ready to go. Yeah, and it's you also guys, again, it, it's also the the issue. With television, if television says I got to fill it up with a race here, I got to put on a race oh, for that for that TV show uh, because that's where my money's coming. If I can't sell tickets, then I've got to get money from the network, and I can't get money from the network unless I put on a race. You've got crews. Uh, which cr which crew was it today with? The Martinsville race that NBC. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, car, uh, team cruise, car cruise, crew, uh, pit cruise. Okay. That the, the complete over the wall gang came down with COVID and they had to William Byron's crew. There you go. Bam. I'm gonna resume with some affiliates. Get back at it. Crash class pit news and notes. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks.
Bringing in another round of affiliates in the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Coming up, Sheldon Creed, NASCAR Truck Series rookie, running for a championship. Chase Briscoe, the Xfinity Series, running for a championship. They'll be joining us this hour. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You got a big, fat SUV? What about an F-250? What about a Ram? Why don't you be rolling on General Tires? You can check them all out on the website, generaltire.com. Crasher? Lewis Hamilton won the F1 race at Imola, moving even closer to his seventh championship and guaranteeing Mercedes their record-setting seventh consecutive manufacturer's title. Like we've talked about throughout the first hour of the show, it's incredible what Hamilton and Mercedes have been able to do together over the last many years. So as we discussed, still, nothing is guaranteed for Lewis Hamilton, the future champion, to be back with the team in 2021. Again, lots of info on that, racer.com. In NASCAR, the Final Four is now set in all three top series. Winning the race in trucks on Friday was Grant Enfinger, and he secured his spot for the title with Sheldon Creed. Brett Moffitt, and Zane Smith. Then the Xfinity Series raced on Saturday where Harrison Burton took the race win. And the final four for this week in Phoenix was set as Chase Briscoe, Justin Allgaier, Justin Haley, and Austin Sindrick. Then earlier today, the Cup Series raced Martinsville. And yeah, the man who dominated the season, Kevin Harvick, did not make it to the final four. He fell, well, at least going into the last lap, one point shy. Then he spun both himself and Kyle Busch out. Yeah, that didn't help his cause. Racing his way to the win and a guaranteed spot in the title chase was Chase Elliott. Elliott will be joined next Sunday at Phoenix Raceway by Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski to vie for this wacky, crazy 2020 NASCAR championship. In NHRA, with Steve Torrance already solidifying the top fuel title, the race was wide open for a new winner. Antron Brown took advantage. In Funny Car, Matt Hagen won the race and secured the title. And the same with Erica Enders in Pro Stock. She wins the race. She wins the title. Then in Pro Stock Motorcycle, it was Matt Smith who won the race. And then his wife, oh, and by the way, excuse me, it was Angie Smith who won the race. And then Matt Smith, her husband, secured his fourth championship. Just an awesome story. We just talked to Matt Smith last hour. Team Penske dominated Laguna Seca this afternoon for the IMSA Sports Car Series, but not without controversy. Taking the win were Ricky Taylor and Elio Castroneves over teammates and pole sitters Ron Montoya and Dane Cameron. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products. It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. 
car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. You follow us on Twitter, right? At Speed Freaks on Twitter. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. We're all part of this big old show from Lucas Oil Studios. Now back in the Freak Nation, Chase Briscoe. Currently NASCAR Xfinity driver, soon to be in the Cup Series. Uh, Chase Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation. And we were talking a little bit about this before we went live with you, Chase, about how strange this year is. You haven't been on this earth a whole long, a long ass time, but dang it. Has this not been one of the strangest racing years for you personally, given the fact of your success and the fact that you haven't been able to celebrate with the thousands in the stands with your success? Oh, hundred percent. That's been, you know, everybody talks about this year has been great. I'm like, yeah, it's been good on the track, but honestly, it, it doesn't even feel like we've really won that many races just because we haven't been able to, to celebrate with the fans and, you know, experience all those things that you would normally get to do. Um, you know, Bristol was really the only race that we got to, have a crowd out all year long where we celebrated. You just, you know, you get out and, you know, the difference in cheering or, you know, celebrating in front of 30,000 people and, you know, nobody's in the grandstands is just totally different. So, you know, it has definitely been a different year. Um, you know, it's been a challenging year to not be able to have any of my family, uh, you know, my wife or any anybody, you know, close to me at these races and see the success that we're having. So, it's for sure been different. Um, you know, glad that we've had this success that we've had on the racetrack, but wish we could, uh, obviously celebrate all three. Chase Briscoe, you set your goals for this season at eight wins. You surpassed that. 
So how do you celebrate now? When you get home, how do you celebrate with the rest of the family? Well, not anything. Normally, I just get home, and uh, my two dogs normally come and jump on me, and then me and my <laughs> wife just hang out, and that's about it. You know, a lot of the time, we don't get back until sometimes 2 or 3 in the morning, so yeah. uh, there's not a lot to do normally. So just get home and, you know, wake up the next day, and our neighbors are, are – we're really good friends with our neighbors. They're normally surprises with, you know, cinnamon rolls or, you know, they'll go to Wendy's or whatever and, and bring us food for lunch so we don't have to get out. So, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, you know, normally just hanging out at home and, and hanging out with the dogs. Chase, I am so seeing new sponsorship opportunities for you when you hit the number 14 next year. Cinnabon, Wendy's, and any sort of dog food. I mean, this is, this is sponsorship in this COVID era. You've got this. Oh, it'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine jumping out of your car in Victory Lane and you're holding up a bag of dog food and then Cinnabon in the other hand saying, this is how we celebrate COVID style. <laughs> yeah, it'd be quite the combo. <laughs> uh, running for that Xfinity Series championship, Chase Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation. I was talking to another driver, but he's in the Cup Series, talking about how, yes, he misses the fans. He misses the, the camaraderie around the uh, – uh, the pits, but at the same time, it's allowed him and some of his teammates uh, to focus more on racing. Do you feel that at all? Um, you know, this is different. You know, before we would go to the racetrack, and you know, it, the race might start at four o'clock, and you get there at eight a.m. and you're doing stuff <laughs> literally from eight to the three o'clock nonstop, and your mind really isn't on racing. You're so focused on doing other things. And the time honestly goes by pretty quick. Where now, you know, NASCAR has been mandating us to get there four hours before the race. And then you sit in your rental car for three and a half hours and wait to go get changed and walk to the car. And you don't get to see any of your team guys or none of that stuff. So it's just different. Um, you know, I, I would much rather be running around from 8 a.m. till four. Um, just because it, it does maybe allow you to, to not be running around as much. But, you know, for me, that's part of race day. And, and you know, sitting in a rental car for three and a half hours is probably not the most fun thing to be doing either. So, oh, yeah, it's definitely been different. I think some guys have kind of embraced it. Um, but for me, truthfully, I would I would much rather be, you know, walking around doing stuff and, and being able to just hang out with people instead of sitting by myself for, you know, three and a half hours before the race starts. Chase Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Chase, you punched your card way early for the championship four in Phoenix. Now that it's all coming down to that, does anything change besides sitting in your rental car, unfortunately? Does anything change with your mentality or or how you communicate with your crew guys to really focus on this championship and what it all means when it comes down to Phoenix? Well, for us, you know, fortunately, we won the first week of this final round of the playoffs, so we've, we've known that we were going to be locked in for, for nearly two and a half weeks. And, yeah. you know, there's a difference between preparing your Phoenix car, thinking that you're going to go there and run for a championship and preparing it, knowing that you're going there to run for a championship. So, you know, for us to be able to put all that focus on Phoenix, you know, not that we didn't still worry about Texas and Martinsville, but you know, when we go to the simulator, do all these things that we're focused on Phoenix, um, and just trying to get the best car that we can to go to Phoenix. So, that part's definitely been nice. Um, you know, from a preparation standpoint, we're definitely putting a little more emphasis on Phoenix, um, you know, just from studying and doing all those things. But, you know, we still want to win this final race at Martinsville. Um, but, yeah, 
you know, I think outside of that, the biggest thing is just not making anybody upset with us and making enemies, <laughs> you know, especially this week at Martinsville with it being a short track. There's going to be a lot of hurt feelings after the race, and you don't want a guy to, to come back and retaliate um, at, the, at the championship race. So that's probably our main goal is obviously you go there and try to win the race, but don't make anybody mad in the process just because, you know, if we can not have any enemies, it's only going to help our case at Phoenix to make it a little bit easier to win the championship. Chase Briscoe, we've seen retaliation in NASCAR through the years, but not in the final race. Shouldn't there be some special penalty if that occurs, if somebody tries to uh, retaliate for something earlier in the season when the championship's on the line? Yeah, for sure. Um, and not so much just retaliating as far as wrecking you, but they can just make it really hard on you, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as trying to get past them. You know, they can hold you up, they can block you, they can do all these things that, you know, really could change the outcome of the race. Um, so, yeah, you know, it doesn't even necessarily mean getting crashed or just getting raced hard. You know, a lot of the time, you know, those championship four guys get kind of raced with a lot more respect. Guys lift for them. They don't want to, you know, mess up the championship for anybody. Uh, or if somebody's mad at you for taking them out of the championship, they can certainly make your life a lot harder. So, you know, with how tight the points are in the Xfinity Series, there's realistically, you know, still seven guys that can get into those final three spots. And, you know, the points are really tight. So there's going to be uh, a lot of chaos, I think, this week at Martinsville, and hopefully we're not a part of it. Chase Briscoe, you'll be competing for the Xfinity Series championship. But go back about three, three and a half years ago. You put a tweet out that people would be loving iRacing. It became such a huge hit during the pandemic. Everybody was doing it. So now you're going for a championship. And next year, you're going to be in the Cup Series with Stuart Haas Racing. Would all of that happened if you hadn't been involved in iRacing in the last three years? Um, you know, iRacing is certainly a, a thing that's helped, you know, me just with the lack of experience I have, you know, pavement racing or even going to these racetracks and to be able to have iRacing as a, a teaching tool, you know, be able to, to run these racetracks and, and just prepare is a huge, you know, I feel like not an advantage because all the drivers are, are doing it now, but, you know, three years ago, all the drivers weren't doing it. So it certainly helped. Um, you know, just going there with limited practice and even next year now with no practice, you know, iRacing is going to be become even more important. So to, to be able to be on there for as long as I have and, um, you know, obviously with the pandemic to see how much it's grown, it seems like overnight um, has been pretty unbelievable. And, you know, just the quality of, of content that iRacing has been able to put out and how realistic it is, all these things, it's nice for the masses to finally see that. And, you know, COVID obviously was really hard on a lot of people, but you know, probably of all the companies, iRacing probably benefited the most. So uh, it's been good for them. But, um, you know, I'm glad that iRacing finally kind of got its, its day in the spotlight because it, it is a really good teaching tool for all the drivers and, you know, for fans as well to get on there and kind of see what we deal with week in and week out. And, you know, you never know who you're going to get a race against either. Isn't that how you met a couple of the drivers in NASCAR right now? Yeah, quite a few of my friends, you know, I've met through there on, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. And, um, you know, it's funny how it seems like the guys that were real race car drivers that you had to race against on there, you know, normally it comes back full circle and racing against them somewhere in the country. And it seems like they're still the guy to beat. So, you know, I racing for sure is a really good teaching tool. And, you know, it's crazy to me just how much you can pick up on how other guys race, you know, kind of their tendencies, what they do in certain situations. 
you know, what they do in the restart zone, all these things that they do on iRacing, they typically do in real life as well. So you can honestly learn quite a bit just racing on there against those guys. And um, obviously, it's just a good teaching tool. Could you imagine your uh, 2021 boss and Tony Stewart iRacing <laughs> seven or eight years ago? That dude would poo-poo iRacing back in the day, man. He was big into it about a year and a half, two years ago. He would he would literally get on there at, at you know, two o'clock in the afternoon and be on there till five in the morning. He was <laughs> he was all in there for a while and then I think he got burnt out and he hasn't done it for over a year now. But there was a point where that's all that guy would do. Um yeah, I mean, he was racing everything there was on there. So I know he's been on it before, but I think he burned himself out. I've been trying to get him to get back on there, but I don't know if I have any luck. What's the biggest, most popular driver's butt that you beat on iRacing? Um, I don't know, honestly. We did a, a race during COVID that was kind of like an all-star race. And, you know, Dell Jr., Jimmy Johnson, a lot of those guys ran it, and we were able to win that race. So I would say that was probably the coolest one to, to win. And then iRacing even did some stuff, um, you know, kind of cross-series-wise. So we had IMSA drivers, drag racers, you know, F1 guys, all these things. And just getting to race with a lot of those guys is pretty neat as well. Freak Nation, Chase Briscoe. Follow him on Twitter. Again, watch him as he runs for the championship in Phoenix, at Phoenix Raceway. Chase Briscoe here in the Freak Nation. Not to jinx anything, but mm-hmm. 2016 ARCA champ, let's hope. 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say anything else to not jinx it, but maybe something in 2020. How about that? That sounds pretty damn good, doesn't it, Chase? Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> right? Well, Chase, thanks for doing this, bud. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, Formula One headlines pour out of Imola Sunday. Lewis Hamilton got his ninth win in 13 races, the 93rd of his career, and another step toward tying Michael Schumacher for a record seventh title. Hamilton led Mercedes to its seventh straight constructors title. Then orchestrating that success, Toto Wolff, the team co-owner with Mercedes, could leave his role running the team when that contract expires at the end of the season. He said he has a replacement in mind that stepping aside would help with talent development throughout the system. Driver Hamilton says he'd like to stay at Mercedes, but doesn't know his contract is up at the end of the year as well. And another headache. Seven F1 teams are based in the United Kingdom, where Prime Minister Boris Johnson has imposed a fresh national lockdown starting next Thursday. And F1 says it will continue racing as long as the host countries in Turkey, Bahrain and Abu Dhabi would have them. And the beat goes on. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Safeguard ethanol fuel conditioner. Not just for ethanol running engines, for gasoline engines as well. Combats deposits and protects your engine oil lubricants from harmful effects of alcohol combustion. Stabilizes fuel and prevents varnish and gum formation in ethanol and gasoline. Go with the OG, man. Safeguard ethanol fuel conditioner from Lucas Oil. The product spotlight of the week. Go to Lucas Oil. Statman, I know it's been tough for you to pay attention to this 
big time motorsports talk radio show. Uh, with this extravaganza known as uh, the National Football League going on in your, in your uh, TV room, buddy. Mm. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, Eagles. Mm. How about mm. them Cowboys? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. It's incredible how many things are up and not just, just leave life out of it, but when it comes to sports, <laughs> the NBA saying, uh, we hope to get started sometime around Christmas. <laughs> what, what was it, Crash? We, we talked about this last week. Uh, the NHL, they'd like to get started started sometime in, in January. Well, I, I think Richie would be the one to answer this better. I think it kind of started with January 1st. And right. it's already, Richie, has it already moved to February? They're saying right now that it's February. Seems to be the le- prevailing theory, although they haven't confirmed Oof. anything from the Head offices of Gary Bettman on down, nothing confirmed. Much like the NBA, too. Look, man, we got the Winter Nationals happening in April in Pomona right now. Maybe. With the NHRA. Stat, has there ever, ever been anything just remotely similar to this in that? Okay, I'm not even going to ask the question. There's nothing. No, uh -uh. no. No. Not even not, not even in Statman's lifetime. <laughs> well, that includes a lot of lifetime, but uh, no, there's nothing like this happened. But they'll the players may say now we're not going to play until February or whenever. But when they start saying uh, they sit down at the table to negotiate this with the players' associations, and the answer to all the questions is money. And you start taking money out of their pocket. Suddenly, there's well, maybe we could start a little earlier than that. Uh, you know, I mean, it, some of these guys have been off for a while, and they're going to need some money to go back to buy their wife and, and, and girlfriend uh, something that they've been begging for. You just would think that all of these series, again, not just the series, but all these sports leagues, there are there's some greatness that comes out of them, but there's also some just continued. They're continued to be poorly run and poorly thought out uh, as they advance. And baseball's one of them, meaning sixty games. I like that, but according to what you're seeing now, they may knock ten to fifteen games off of a hundred and sixty-two game season. God. That's it. Just ten. I just look. Who knows? Who the freak knows? I mean, the NBA with eighty-two games. You think they're going to get eighty-two games in if they start the end of Christmas? And no, they're uh, already talking seventy, low seventies there. Knock it down to fifty. I know. I know. Knock it down. <laughs> you you heard Martin Truex last hour, Statman, talk about twenty-six or twenty-eight one-day races uh, coming up for next year. It's it, it, it start to grasp really where we're moving as a country and and sports of following sports. We're just finding out that, yes, yeah, sports plays a part of our lives. But when you have this craziness known as the pandemic and social unrest, it sorry, man, not necessarily the back seat, maybe the freaking trunk from time to time. Sports belongs to that. 
You're going to have to cut the, they're going to have to cut the expenses. And however they do that, they're going to look for very creative ways to cut expenses in all the sports. Uh, the, the wildness about baseball is that the, the best season anybody's had, I think they still lost about 30 games or 20 games. And the best season, or the, the worst season they ever had, they only won about 30 or 40 games. The best season anybody's ever had, they only lost about 30 or 40 games. So the argument's been for many years, why don't we just get rid of 30 or 40 games and then we can we can deal with the rest of it. But the players aren't going to give that up because they you know, they've earned all this money that couldn't be recouped. Otherwise, baseball tickets that cost $300 a seat. So, you know, that somebody's going to have to give up something you know, to cut mm-hmm. costs. And if they don't, then they're going to, you know, argue themselves right out of existence. So last week, I believe baseball said they've lost over a billion dollars in revenue. Well, baseball, you know what? Who, wait, one sporting organization was $8 billion. The hell is that? I thought for sure. They'll say that because, you know, that's probably got an $8 billion insurance contract for the losses. <laughs> so, you know, the owners are going to have to eat some of that too. They, you know, there's going to be changes. I mean, sports is going to have to change. The boomers who used to love to sit in front of the TV and watch they're not around anymore millennials and gen x people who don't sit in front of the tv and watch they're the ones you're going to have to uh, satisfy and and get them to watch or sell tickets to so it's a different world and the pandemic may be the thing that helps to change that and if you can't come up with something new uh you're going to have to go away crash and i are based here in phoenix and we heard from our uh, track rep. Uh, they're so stringent, not just Phoenix, but the past races where NASCAR rolls through town. They maybe let, what is it, two national people, AP? Oh, no, no. Nas- national is, yeah, I guess it is a little bit more than two. I, at least two, but okay. it's pretty limited. I thought it was somewhere along the lines of 20 total media per track, period. Something in that vicinity, and that's versus normally what eighty to one hundred yeah. media people. It's insane. Yeah, we we can't get passes to get into the media center at our home track uh, next weekend because it's that tight. And my point of bringing that up before we go to break. My point is the way we watch and do things, either as a profession or as fans, whether it's baseball, football, NASCAR, drag racing, it's just change. If it's n- not just because of the rules are different, just because of our lifestyle. It's do I want to sit in jam packed stands in hundred degree heat watching a three hour NASCAR race? No. no. And thousands upon thousands of other people feel the same damn way. It's, it, it's just opened our eyes on really how we as humans can spread disease. It's man. Of our 20th year of doing this thing, who would have thought? <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. His name is Sheldon Creed, man. Good to get him back in the Freak Nation. From off-road to ARCA series to 
the NASCAR Truck Championship that he's running for. He joins us next, Petrix Pitts and the Lucas Oil Studios. Gritty's charging his chopper. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and so to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freaks. You follow us on Twitter, right? At Speed Freaks. And of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. 
This dude's been coming to the Freak Nation for quite a while, whether it was off-road or the ARCA series. Uh, now, of course, the NASCAR Truck Series running for the 2020 championship in the NASCAR Truck Series. Sheldon Creed here in the Freak Nation, which, by the way, we'll see him out in Phoenix for championship weekend. And Sheldon, this is one of those years that not too many rookies in a series have with these race wins that you've had. I believe you're at number four. Uh, where did all of this come from? Can you put a percentage on the team, the crew, and the driver? I don't know. I feel like it it changes constantly, but um, certainly a lot of it comes from the team. You know, it's not like what I was used to with the dirt racing or, or this or that. Just um, man, I feel like it was so much driver and maybe eighty percent driver, twenty percent car. And now I feel like it's it's probably fifty fifty now. Um, you depend on the truck, on how it drives and how fast it is so much. And then you also have to drive it, right? You have to be smart and, and make certain moves to, to put yourself in better situations. And it's so easy to make the wrong move. So, um, yeah, just crazy, crazy how much you depend on the truck and the team and, and your pit crew and, and everything that goes on during the races, your teammates, if they're around you, uh, other drivers, just, uh, you depend on so much more than, than just driving the truck. So hard to put a, a number on everything, but uh, it takes the whole package to, to win. But Sheldon Creed, it's a little bit of a challenge for you to drive the truck. Most of the year, you haven't been able to even practice in the thing. I mean, yeah, I think uh, some races it's it's had its difficulties and, and not falling in our hand. I feel like other races we've showed up. And we've had really good trucks right at the beginning of the race. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been, it's been different. Um, but I hated it at first, but now I'm, now I'm starting to like it with no practice. <laughs> because you're successful at it. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Well, that, yeah, just, Sheldon, that's it, something that you talked about when I think you first joined us from the Narca series win was you just, you weren't a big fan of asphalt racing because of your off-road experience and, whether it was in the, the lights or UTVs or just your family in general is known as a, a big time off road family. Is it there? Are there still times when you get frustrated behind a stock car, given your freedom you've had on the dirt? Oh, all the time, all the time. Um, learning how to control it is, is the hardest part, but I mean, there's days that they're tough that I wish I could go back and, and just go have fun racing off road. And then there's, your good days where, where you're loving what you're doing. So, I mean, it just goes, goes back and forth on, on how you're doing and, uh, easy to get, uh, easy to get your head down, but always, always fun when you can run well. But you also talk to drivers that have made the move from dirt to asphalt that benefit from that dirt track racing. Are there instances on the track that you think, holy smokes, I might not have learned how to handle that stock car if I hadn't spent 10 years on dirt yeah i mean definitely just when you're loose or sometimes you even get loose when not, not when you're trying to be or just getting bumped around so um there's always different instances where uh, i'm so glad that, that i came from the dirt background Sheldon Creed will be running for the NASCAR Truck Series Championship in Phoenix. That's championship weekend in NASCAR. Sheldon, explain how difficult it is to drive one of those trucks. Some people used to call it a brick. Going through the air, 170, 180 miles an hour. How difficult is that? Yeah, I mean, uh, when you're leading, it's not too bad. But, man, if you're in the pack or even second or third, it's 
extremely difficult to deal with the air out of the truck in front of you kicks off. Just, I don't know, you don't have nearly, nearly as much grip or, or you have to move around so much more and, and really be smart about where you put your truck. So, uh, really difficult when, when you can't be leading and then, uh, sometimes you are the leader and you don't have as good of a truck as the guy behind <laughs> you. So you're, you're doing everything you can to, to affect the air behind them and, or in front of them and, and, and keep them behind you. But yeah, it's, it's constantly changing and uh, really difficult at times. Sheldon Creed, are you doing everything you can to affect the vote for your most popular driver award? I mean, not really. I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not a big social media person or Twitter, which is where I feel like a lot of that, where that comes from. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I want everyone to vote, but um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't I don't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really pushed it to be honest. And uh, I'm not your your pretty boy truck driver that that wants everyone to vote. I just want to go and and be fast, and I want everyone to vote for me for for what I can do in a race car, not me posting all over social media. You know. Ah, who's that pretty boy truck driver you're talking about, Sheldon? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying any names. Zane or Trico Brett. You, you can trash talk your teammate. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. How many of them, Sheldon, have a Twitter account for their own hair? I mean, there is a Twitter account for Sheldon Creed's hair. That is legendous. I have a Twitter account for my hair? Yes, somebody has made a Twitter account for your hair. Hold on, I'm pulling this up as we speak here. <laughs> Yep, look up Sheldon Creed's hair. Sheldon Creed's hair on Twitter. And are they featuring all of his locks, Crasher? I'm looking it up as we speak now, too. That's beautiful. Oh, oh, man, they've only got four followers. That, that's that's not good. They need to work on that, but it's Creed underscore hair. Okay, let me, let me check this out. This is good. <laughs> there it is. See there, Freak Nation, breaking news with a big-time NASCAR truck star uh, about his hair. On Twitter. What's so damn special about your, your lid, Sheldon? It's awesome. I don't know. I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. This is good. That's pretty uh, funny. Uh, I'm going to follow this real quick. I deserve a follow. That's badass. I, I wonder uh, if it's Brett. It could be Brett or Zane uh, behind the account. Yeah. I, uh, I had shaggy hair and then during quarantine, I decided to cut it into a mullet and just ran it like that for till last week. I just cut it off last week, which maybe I should have kept it till Phoenix, but I'll grow it back if we win. That'd be oh, badass. Yeah. The off season. You got time. Hey, what's your plan, yeah. man? You've, you've kicked ass in trucks. I, I know you've got another year in trucks coming at you for 2021. You want to work your way, way up into the Cup Series? I mean, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, that's the ultimate goal is to race on Sundays and – uh, be competitive and, and be in a car that that can win. So, uh, yeah, that's the goal for for 2022 is to to be in a good cup car. Any revisiting the dirt? Mm, I mean, I have a micro sprint now, so yeah, I do that. Uh, well, I'm gonna start doing that more and more, and just sweet. Um, always love to have fun on dirt stuff when I when I get the opportunities. Sheldon, what's the rest of the Creed family doing? They made their bones on dirt. Are they staying on dirt, or are they getting behind you and following you onto the asphalt? I mean, they don't they don't really race uh, much, but my little cousins are, are still doing the off-road deal. Um, cousin Bronson is 15 now. He's racing Pro Light full-time now, and then 
his little brother Braden is running running some lightning sprint stuff now, and then he does the the mod carts um, that I came out of. So they're uh, yeah, they're doing that deal full time. Well, hopefully you can wrap this thing up here in Phoenix as your 2020 NASCAR truck champion. Is Phoenix Raceway one of those tracks that you look forward to because of its diversity? Um, I mean, going into it last year, yeah, I was I was looking forward to it, and then we were we were horrible all day. So, um, done a lot of notes. We were, we were we won Gateway this year, which is probably the closest track to to Phoenix that we go to. So that gives us some confidence and um, just put it together a really big notebook, just trying to put put truck together over the next two weeks that they can go and we still can win with what's your heartbeat right now is it about 47 sheldon i don't pretty low probably <laughs> <laughs> well you're gonna need it man to uh win that championship in phoenix buddy yep absolutely sheldon thanks for doing this man we'll see you out in phoenix all right thank you guys not much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. In headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsport. The freaks. Not much motorsports. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off. Statman, did you have any... Trick-or-treaters at your abode last night? Uh, no. Uh, it was too cold. How cold was it last uh-huh. night? It, I think the, I looked at it once. It was like 29, something like that. Uh, did, yeah. that did that stop you as a 10-year-old, Statman Crasher? You guys were raised oh, up no. in the Midwest. No. I still wanted my candy. Wow. There's no way I Ooh. went out. To, it went... <laughs> I didn't go out with a Zach. Well, I was curious because there's a dude in Dallas who's evidently extremely gory Halloween massacre scene. So damn realistic that uh, passerby has called the police <laughs> several times. <laughs> Steven Novak, an artist from Dallas started decorating the outside of his homes like six years ago. Decorations started off with fog machines, ghosts. But as the time went on, this artist got a little extreme. Scattered across his front garden, realistic dummies covered in blood, each being positioned to look as though they've uh, suffered a horrifying attack. There's, There's one dummy on the house with a hatchet. No, a a machete in the back of the head, of course, blood. All of, he's got, it's he's got a safe on a dummy's head, and then blood splattered all over the concrete. Yeah, he's got to have There's the a wheelbarrow the with music limbs there in the background. Got to have, have the fun. It is. Yeah. It's got a wheelbarrow with limbs in it. It's got a, another dude on the pavement with a chainsaw on his back, and then of course the, the proverbial plastic garbage bag wrapped with duct tape. Looks like a body in it. There's photos of the cops showing up. (laughs) They're not laughing. Uh, They're not smiling. They're like, what the freak? This is greatness. Get some ideas, man. Dude wasn't popped. He wasn't arrested. 
Well, it can't be. It's not. It's real. It's it's not real. I mean, it's fake decorations. The artist said that the officers arrived outside of his house several times, but he was only there two times. They arrived several times because they called their buddies and said, you got to do a call on this house. You got to mm-hmm. check out how realistic exactly. this looks. <sighs> Crasher, you got one? Yeah, I think I found my retirement job. Ah. It is traveling the world as a pet sitter. Damn. Now, in particular, this woman, Madeline Gurley from Australia, has literally enjoyed a lifestyle of almost free travel around the world in exchange for pet sitting services. Whoa. And she's documented this all on her blog, One Cat at a Time. Well, of course, 2020 made some changes. She basically, before March of this year, she already crisscrossed Australia and 14 U.S. states. That's insane. So they're paying her travel? I guess. I don't know. how She's an Australian native. She lives in Brisbane. And yet she's traveling the entire world and getting it mostly paid for to sit for people's pets. Well, there's, there's something else going on there. Come on. Uh, is there a picture of her? No. Man, is that sexist to me? Yes. Can't believe Ed Stat MC. Anyway, this year there were some issues, her. but she's back at it right now saying that she provides COVID safe staycations. How much skill Bruh. do you need to feed a dog? I mean, come on. I don't know, but she's she's sitting in the, she's staying in these people's homes when they go away for vacation and they trust her to do that. That's my whole point, Stat. There's something else going on here, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, wow. I, you know, mm-hmm. that is right. that, that would be a good retirement job. Somebody fly you all over the world just to feed the dog or walk the cat, whatever, you know. <laughs> feed the dog, walk the cat. Yep. All right, man, we're going to end it with this. Times are getting tough. School teachers, tough gig, man. So a a PE teacher at a California middle school had issues with his home internet. So he decided to go to Starbucks. But not just to teach the class. He went to Starbucks to use Starbucks internet to coach his uh, wrestling team. (laughs) Wait, okay. Yeah. A, a gym teacher and longtime wrestling coach at Hogan Middle School in Vallejo, California, said he was been teaching classes virtually from his Napa backyard amid the COVID-19 issue, but he found himself in a difficult position when his internet went out. Pulled up to Starbucks, got a signal on my dis- district laptop, and, w- and away we went. The coach live-streamed on Instagram as he guided his wrestling team through their conditioning and exercises. Could you imagine that stat? You got to run. You're getting you're getting coached by your coach. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, with uh, Hogan Middle School was the coach's name Hulk. I mean, come on, it, it, yeah, that yeah. sounds that sounds a little that sounds a little phony to me. Yeah, the coach sitting in his damn car training training the team. Yeah, no, no, no. headlock. The Von Eric. What? 
Hey, man, we'll do it again next week, Freak Nation. We'll have us a NASCAR champion and uh, maybe a new president. Oh, Stat okay. man, shoot the juice to the moose, and... Go vote Tuesday, whatever you believe in. Go vote. Right. a boy. Later. Cut him loose. Is you love. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. <laughs>